I'm Alexandra Kreis and you're listening to Outer Travel in a Journey. to How to Travel in a Journey. My guest today is Jutta Pattis. Hello, Jutta. Um, Jutta Pattis. Hello, Alexandra. Hi, Jutta. Good to see you here. Um, Jutta Pattis was born and raised in Austria near Vienna. Uh, she was a former consultant, now owner of two companies in Berlin, Berlin and Potsdam. And she lives in Potsdam with her family and yeah. her four, I think they are rescue dogs, so four dogs. <laughs> and then she loves writing and is a yoga and Ayurveda lifestyle junkie. Yay! Hi, Yuta. <laughs> hello, hello. This is quite an introduction to you. Um, you. You told me you started traveling like way back to uh, foreign countries from early age on. Do you want to talk a little yeah. bit about that, how it, how you came? Uh, yes. Um, I traveled very early alone because my father had a small company and uh, felt obligated to stay at home. So I was sent away to uh, experience the culture of Italy, for example. And um, so I traveled with 12 and 13 all by myself. We had a, I had a girlfriend with me to uh, see Florence and Rome and all the big cities and beautiful places in Italy. But it felt very strange for me to uh, be taken away from your parents and put into a, <laughs> a bus and drive all the way without any any connection back then you know there was no uh, uh internet handy was... or yeah cell phone or anything or, or internet nothing at all so you felt really cut off from your from your nest from your your comfort zone oh, and that, that felt have... hmm. yeah and i had a very overprotective mother wow. and she was very fearful raising me and that felt even worse because on the one on the one hand she was so overprotective and on the other hand I had to see the world. I was an only child, so she wanted me to be around people and experience things and not being uh, uh, cut off of the world, basically, what and was of that like other for, people. What was that, that like was the you? reason. Mm -hmm. And yes, it was quite something. Mm. What. I have been, you know, I've been seeking, oh, like I said, sorry, I've been seeking traveling myself, you know, at a certain age, it was more for getting away from home and not being sent from home. But somehow I know that kind of sense of feeling cut off suddenly from the familiarity of what's around us. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's what I did later, you know, later I, I decided on my own to go away and travel when I was 17. But Back then, uh, it felt left left alone, purposely left alone, mm. and it felt uh, oh, I was devastated. Actually, you know, uh, I have to say we were not all by ourselves. We were with such such a such a group and organization of very older people, seventy year old people, which didn't want to take care of those 
two girls around and so we we took care of ourselves and we didn't see much of the sightseeing there because my girlfriend liked to go around and look at other children and find teenagers to talk to and and uh but yes it felt really odd i have to say mm. but uh there you have to step out of your comfort zone immediately and uh, early on i experienced how it feels to have uh an complete identity shift or to see the illusion where you come from actually because it was a language i didn't speak yeah and it uh, i couldn't communicate and that's how i felt every time every time i traveled mm. even if i spoke the language a little bit like english it felt like i go into a bubble of my own reality with my own patterns and and have to uh, uh slice them down slowly and and open up and uh, stop the self-talk and and you know it's astonishing too because you are startled first and your senses are everywhere and and the self-talk is anyway immediately uh, uh stopping at first yeah. place yeah. and then you have to find a new way of communicate and navigate through the new world you are in and if you if you have it if you go in a foreign country to travel it's something completely different than when you actually want to go to live there or if you find yourself working in a foreign country for a longer period of time it's like um it gives us to me it was a sense of giving myself a new identity i mean i played this with some of my friends like when i was 18 and i was still living back home and we went to parties and then we started spinning stories about who we were to other people that didn't know us but it didn't feel good to me but when i encountered what you were saying right there you know going out to a foreign country nobody knows you you can have suddenly superpowers you could be anybody in that point right it's like uh, what most of us um do when they start traveling and maybe living in other countries yeah, that was certainly your experience i heard yeah yeah mm. Mm. yeah so and then you you obviously weren't scared away from that uh feeling <clears throat> that that you encountered in your early age um, and how did it go on because you lived um outside of austria for a long time now yeah? oh yes for a very long time i uh um <laughs> the next uh the next um experience i made was when i was 17 i seemed like a teenager wanted to uh go away from home and 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 see the world and uh it didn't hold me back that early experiences in italy to try to do it again yeah <laughs> and that's what i did i went to spain and there i had very very strange encounters because i caught a virus there mm. i caught a, it fits in our time now i caught a virus which was uh, a very devastating experience i was nearly having a, a death a living death experience there because yeah. i almost died it was a typical virus from that island i was on mm -hmm. and uh, uh it was transmitted over water yeah. and from brushing teeth you could even get it and yeah. i wasn't ob obviously not careful enough and then uh, a dutch lady helped me to find a german a doctor a naturopath i think naturopath yeah. it's, it's called yeah. naturopath 
who mixed some kind of herbs and homeopathy and stuff like that. And I was healed in an hour or so. What? That mm. was something I'm telling you. I was going from one extreme to the next, from our culture with, with antibiotics and stuff like that, how I was raised, you know, mm -hmm. this is for everything, into that other extreme. And it was just, till this day, amazing me how things like that could work yeah and, and there had also a, a motorcycle accident and all those little bits and pieces together uh make you awake for a short period of time and and yeah. think oh either it comes out of fear like it was with me or or some extreme tra trauma or something like that and yeah. that was my chance back then already to rethink myself for the yeah. first time really yeah. and i discovered a yoga book then my yeah. first little uh, yoga booklet which oh yeah you discovered a yoga book which kind of led you on the path to the inner journey so to speak yeah yeah it led me let's say it let me take a little peek into something which was uh catching my attention very much and made me interested and there was in the back also a vegetarian kind of a thing in austria where i grew up obviously we had schnitzels wiener schnitzels stuff mm. like that but i never liked eating meat that much so this was something i really was interested in and my next my next uh, uh escape came uh when i was 22 and i went to the us and I married a US citizen yeah. who I met in Italy when yeah. I was 22 years old. And I was introduced then to a complete different culture, you obviously. Mm. And it made me feel so lonely and so uh, um, torn apart. Uh, mm. Even if you have people around you and you have a new family there, which was, was very much uh restrictive in everything they thought about europe and and prejudice also but still they were nice to me uh, uh, you feel lonely i felt very lonely because i had the feeling now i have to live there forever i married this man and i have to live there forever i married in in the united states so it was oh it was something i have to tell you mm. and there i found out my other books yes sorry no, you could. You found other books. What other books did you find? I found there Shirley MacLaine books, uh, which were somehow New Age mumbo jumbo kind of a thing. But she spoke about meditation yeah. and some yoga stuff too. So I was again confronted with yoga asanas, mm. yoga practice, and meditation, and mm. that was so interesting to me. And I slowly started to self-reflect and try to take bits and pieces apart of myself and see some patterns and the loneliness was so deep rooted and why am I so lonely and uh, somehow it started there already and I became a vegetarian mm -hmm. uh, uh, right after I uh, moved to uh, the United States and yes there the journey began so it's interesting With what you and downs. Yeah, so it's super interesting what I'm hearing you say 
like that freedom of choosing who we are, which we can do freely for a moment in time. And then we want to come back to patterns. But when we choose to become somebody completely different because we move into a different society, can be pretty daunting if there's no inner guideline or if there's no kind of set format. That's what I'm hearing you say. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly, mm. Alexandra. Mm. Yes, exactly. Mm. And the recalibration you have to, to do. And if you don't have the practice, how do? And if you don't have from your home or from your culture, you come from, from the familiar, gotten some kind of guidance, like you said, it is very hard. And it was very hard back then. I don't know today, but back then it was very hard. Again, no Skype, no internet, nothing to connect with the familiar. Uh, yeah. And, and then form, you search for you. Yeah. So, and in some form a blessing, right? Because when you don't have that, you are being poked immediately into what you need to do, right? I mean, I moved to Ireland and the email was just coming up, you know, like, I mean, it's been there long enough for, uh, to, to connect with other people and mobile phones became popular and uh, but I had to still face a little bit that which it feels like to to be a foreigner amongst people that have their cultural background as a support system as knowing how to tap into where to get jobs where to live you know all the support that you so um, take for granted sometimes when yeah. you you settle into your own lifestyle. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's, it's kind of like, you need to be quick on your feet. If you live a life like that, you need to yeah. um, find yeah. the resources and we can do it. You don't need to be a spirited person to do it, but you, we all have the capability of doing that. that that's what I believe in yeah. these days. Yeah. yeah. If we are being pushed. I mean, the pandemic shows it um, more than ever, you know, that people who were you know, not doing one thing suddenly are able to to deal with technology and Zoom conferences. And yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So and then so you you learned a lot in this kind of what you almost like self isolation. You put yourself into. Yeah. Or this is the red thread through my life. I'm very much a self isolated person. Yeah. Uh, again, here too because I live in Germany since a very long time. Mm -hmm. uh, first in Berlin, now in Potsdam, and uh, this is the same here. I'm very self-isolated again, but now it's a choice. You know, it's yeah. a choice too. And but it makes it easy here because people are very much for themselves. They don't like to have commu community. They don't like to communicate a lot because of this border they always had, this mm -hmm. east and the west border. They are very suspicious. Yeah. Uh, they like me because I'm Austrian and they love Austria, but. The West and the East, they are still, there's still so much suspiciousness. And, and when you travel a lot, and they, those people couldn't travel, you know, they, 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 uh, they, they missed that, that feeling of being able to go wherever they want and have an expansion. So mm. Mm. Uh, the, this borderless kind of a feeling you have when you travel a lot or when you lived in other countries where there are no borders anymore, where we are all the same and you are just nosy and only nosy. How is the other one? What can I learn from another country, from, from other people? And they missed it here a lot. And yeah, 
Here it makes it easy to be self-isolated and have a solitary practice, which is beautiful. Mm. Well, why do you choose these solitary practices? What does it bring to your life? Oh, so much clarity. Mm. It's a clarity. It's a, a matter of what do you want to do and choose in your life. You have this clarity then and you have a lifestyle which is very rhythmic. You, if you don't have so much community and obligation with communities, you can easier uh, prioritize and you, you make it easier for, for yourself to have a rhythm. Since I don't have family here, my husband doesn't have uh, um, family at all anymore. It is very easy for me to, to uh, go back and say I am in a, in a mm. self-isolated kind of bubble. And if I want to go outside, I can. And like you said, with Zoom and everything, I can, can connect with you, with like-minded people, which, which can teach me things, which I can ask for advice. Mm. and where we can communicate on another in another way and that makes it very very easy and very beautiful to choose with who you want to communicate mm. so you preferring that I, I you know when i listen around uh, to you know when i listen to conversations with neighbors and if you look at social media there's a lot of us though pining that we want to you know go back out of that isolation it's very you know <laughs> what do you get from self-isolation and why do you need it is more my question okay then answer you know it makes me tap into my potentiality more yeah it makes me find uh talents strengths which i didn't know i had because i take just data in which helps me to evolve. Mm. Um, for example, <clears throat> for example, writing is one thing. Uh, another thing would be uh, making illustrations, try new things out. Uh, anything you would like to do. Mm. If you are just on the road all the time, or if you want to have always a conversation with somebody else. Yes, some people, it's their job, okay? But yeah. if it's not your job, then you, you miss something out which is in you, which wants to be brought out probably. Yeah. And this is what you can detect. And you cannot detect it if you take in data, data from other people, information all the time, also from the news, whatever it is. I, I didn't hear anything the last yeah. three months. What's up in the world? I have to, I have to <laughs> say, maybe it's, it seems egocentric, but I think I'm not. I'm very empathic, but... Uh, I choose I choose it purposely because it would um, make it harder for me. Yeah. So you feeling like you're becoming a better person. I had this conversation in a different podcast with a Swedish woman, Annika Lindberg, and uh, she says she feels like she wants to become a better person, and she does that by also letting go. You know, letting go of engagements, and uh, of course she is retired, so it's even easier to say like you, you don't need to look after an income if you have a good outcome from your retirement. But at the end of the day, what I'm hearing you say as well, you're a person that can best connect to yourself and give back to society by you know, isolating yourself yeah. and just yeah. finding your own strength. And in finding your strength, you can then put that forward to, I don't know, into your business or yeah. where do you put it when you find all it, these things? 
yeah into our business to create system structures to uh, to see more clearly what's necessary what's not necessary to see more clearly it's is it the outside environment or is, is it coming from the internal system that's something mm. you don't really see so clearly or to be more proactive and not reactive you know yeah. the reaction is is something i i really avoid because i can fall easy into that trap to be reactive all the time i'm yeah. very much pitta minded so uh so to be more proactive i think that's what you gain from it and really uh see what's coming from your inside which problems are created from the inside system or which you cannot change from the outside hmm. And so you were talking earlier about the liberty that we gain now that we can travel um, mostly anywhere or follow anywhere. And that is very react reactive, right? You see that as a reactive life lifestyle opposed to probably to uh, come into yourself, don't make as many contacts and then kind of find your own wisdom in, in that isolation. If I'm <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it depends. Some people travel for purposely for self-discovery and self-realization yeah. like many yoga people do right uh, it depends i think if you want to escape like the people who live here around um i don't know everybody has to discover it on their own but it's always an escape i think it's always in to find something you didn't find have found yet and mm. it's always the uh the separation it's never the unity and you need to have the ego as your servant not the ego as being the master you know that's yeah. how i feel yeah we were talking earlier about like how one can easily then come into this mentality of escaping when we have the possibility of um traveling or whatever we do to choose to navigate ourselves um, through entertainment right and in some ways it's very hard to ask somebody to live right here right now this is the most kind of common spiritual practice but to live it every moment is so difficult that's why we find ourselves escaping a lot like through travel and seeking maybe also answers in you know the grass is greener on the other side yeah but you know alexander what if we want to escape into a practice at mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. escaping into that practice of of a lifestyle of of an of a life philo philosophy that this is the first step that we all have to escape first and this is a, a choice and if you take that that uh, route you have maybe one time a chance to not need to escape anymore and be present and have the chance to and, and we don't say being present all the time is necessary Hmm. It's just that little moments which are so precious and which are never coming back again. If the sun comes in from the window and you see how everything sparkles or you see, look at the, in the eyes of your dogs or at your loved ones, just these few little seconds, you know. And if you don't have even that anymore, then I think it's time you should change something. Yeah. And if yeah. it's escaping in a, in a, in a, in a practice like having a lifestyle or if it's traveling it's equal mm -hmm. at least if you you have a little glimpse of that again of that being present and enjoying life and seeing the beauty of a moment that's enough yeah, yeah. 
that's it that's enough and that's so you know when we come as you say you you called yourself a pitta mind so just for the listener for the audience so pitta is a referral to the ayurvedic system and where they work with five elements pitta representing water and fire in balance and so pitta mind means like very kind of being very disciplined and almost like into a clear mm -hmm. discipleship of understanding on an uh, on so many levels but mostly on an intellectual level that's how i see it you know like pitta mind it is like mm -hmm. clarity and sharpness of mind and we also of course need other ingredients to to come into other intelligence you know forms of intelligence in us so when 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 we always want to dissect something from the mind then uh, then we cannot live as what you're saying i hear you you as more as i listen to you i i get the sensation for myself that when you isolate it's to also diminish a little bit that pitter enforcement of your mind you could so easily be outside and be discriminative and do your work as you do it brilliantly but you're losing yourself in that uh, and so you're seeking out methods that are helping you to become whole as we call it you know like as yeah, in finding yeah. balance is that uh do i get yes you? yes beautiful said exactly beautiful said it's otherwise i would burn out like yeah. you said fire of pitta i would i would have the feeling of overwhelm and rashes and burning and the sensation of fire so extremely that i i, I would i would be inflamed all over you know hmm. And you know the beauty of this, I say, solitary uh, solitude or self-isolation is also that you connect to nature again. This is beautiful. You connect so much more to our planet and to to the the prana. Like you can explain maybe what prana is and to everything around you in such a beautiful way. Yeah. To to connect with life force inherently yeah that's what they call prana and a lot of people know prana through breathing so you know connecting beyond breath to everything this exchange of giving and taking yeah yeah, yeah that's, what that's you're beautiful and that's why you do what you do it's not to be like um, a lot of us have been slapped on the fingers like oh you need to stay at home you cannot you know and uh, some of us are suffering, particularly if you're in a certain age group, which we both can understand because we traveled extensively, the two of us, you know. So if you're yeah. in your 20s and 30s and you can't do what Yuta has been doing before, of course, that it's a slap on the wrist. Um, but for those of you who are already like, <laughs> gone through that process, it, it can be just that, you know, that connection to nature um, and then expanding in yourself. That's also something that you discover. Yes. Do you want to talk a little yeah. bit about your own exactly. experience uh, of expanding, Jutta? Inwardly expanding. I think it is again a practice skill mm -hmm. if you have a certain like i said escape into a practice if you have started a journey equal where and when uh, and you have tools which is lifestyle which are lifestyle tools or some some kind of a like you said pranayama it's a breathing practice or where you have tools how you can slow down your mind and that the mind shatter 
is, is, is not that extreme anymore and you can slow down your thoughts and discriminate your thoughts and have your thought process in a different way ordered, then it, it, it starts to expand. It, and this is how it will start. And you have to have a little bit of patience and you have to have a kind of determination and commitment. And uh, if you fall in love with it, then then it can't be better and that's the key i think you have to ex love it yeah and if you have experienced something in your body or your body mind soul connection which makes you fall deeply in with this practice and with everything around you you will not you you don't want to let go of it anymore it's mm. like it's like yeah. coffee in another sense <laughs> like coffee in the best coffee it makes yeah. you high or it makes you <laughs> happy it, it tightens your serotonin level yes and um just to clarify something for the listener you know like i'm i am talking to people who made um lifestyle choices like they made they're seeking out that connection their profession and yuta is one of the people that i'm talking to that does not do it i mean when she's talking about you know when you are talking about practices you really only do that for yourself and you have these practices for yourself while you're running a business that is not related at all to the um yeah <laughs> to those subjects um how is that why why do you feel you can have like a business <laughs> How is that? How can you separate it? Or how can you give inspiration to my audience or our audience listeners? You know, how do you, how do you manage to entangle that, to live such an ordinary business while you're doing extraordinary practices for self-engagement? I think those both cannot be separated. You have to live an ordinary life and yeah. do that practice because this is life. You know, that practice is life yeah and that's uh, uh you know and uh i i do my practice like everybody else is getting up in the morning doing their whatever some go jogging some do this some do that i do my asanas in the morning i do my pranayama very early in the morning i make myself reflection myself my journaling this is part of the of the practice and then i do a normal lifestyle like everybody else but i know what i do and i think people need to know what they do for their constitution yeah. uh, and for their uh, um, well-being and everybody is so different you cannot say that's what i do is for the other one the same good no everybody has to find their their constitution or the, their place where they live the season and uh, that's how i do it just like every other person has their 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 practices no different ones than i have the ones we grew up with if you mm. will mm. and i have adapted or remolded it a little bit into a ayurveda and yoga lifestyle but it's it's not so much different and i try to incorporate it in our company that i have a special rhythm when do we do planning when do we do the execution how do we do the planning so i try to take it into our business as well and it works it works mm. perfectly yeah and i think you helped other people already with it's that just, kind of concept it's just, uh, mm. it just sorry yeah <laughs> it just is like everything a habit you know 
Yeah. You can bring positive lifestyle and insights into your company or into what you might feel is super mundane while you feel you're coaxed into meditation or, you know, you feel like you should become a meditation teacher. I've, I meet so many people who feel inspired by ancient practices with deep wisdom behind them. And then they feel they need to make that their um, day-to-day kind of intake and mm. money churning power and what's happened we have an industry that's called yoga you know which is so funny to call it an in- industry uh, <laughs> but it is it has become an industry because everybody thought it's so beautiful I'm gonna make money with it but um, I'm so so happy to hear you saying what you're saying we can live ordinary lives and still be um, on on a quest, on a quest of what's bigger and how we can expand inside and how we can, you know, stop the outer travel when once needed to come into the inner travel. Yeah. And you don't have to teach asanas to somebody else to do that. You, you yeah. don't have to teach meditation to somebody else. In our house, my husband doesn't do that meditation, nor does my mother, but they, they still have something from it. They still, it's the, it's the whole environment is different because of it and uh it's more easeful and it's more more grounded here at home and and like i said you can choose to take your wisdom or your practice into an ordinary life of a business or a company like i do yeah and then see the joy in that you know how that life inhabiting a, um, a company an ordinary company into something that is connected with nature again even though it doesn't look like from the outside you know if you're not saving yeah. trees or i don't know what but yeah that that's profound thank because you because you that. say saving nature for ex- yeah thank you you know uh and uh, why because you said you you don't need to save nature every tree you do it anyway you do it anyway. If you, you this practice, you do it anyway. And uh, we chose in our company to drive, uh, I think Electric. we say, electrical car, e-cars. Yeah. So uh, that's what I uh, chose. And we have solar panels up here, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't even uh, take the normal electricity. We let all of our cars uh, uh, have, uh, they have been fueled here. So... Uh, there are so many choices you can do to, to help and, and contribute on small levels, which are actually very big. And it's the small thing. You don't have to always think, I have to go to this organization, make this happen, this. It's the very small choices for yourself you do, which makes such a contribution. Yeah. We shouldn't underestimate the small steps. That's what you're saying, right? Instead of feeling we need to always um, think of everything consciously that we do it's impossible in this world if we want to enjoy what we've kind of given to each other through technology and whatever um, we also need to enjoy it and then kind of see where we can make men's with what we're doing and not constantly uh, i don't know stake out on on the not so positive for the planet. Yeah. But there's so many levels of positivity that we can touch upon, like looking after people or looking after what you do, you know, like rescuing dogs, uh, looking into e-bikes and e-cars or whatever you feel inspired to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
and whatever comes along your way you have to open your eyes you know sometimes you you want to uh overthink it and try to to do something for the world or for you you, you know but some, and then you miss what is just on your way standing there and wants to be seen yeah exactly. many opportunities yeah so coming back to the very beginning of what you said uh, and expressed is like life is so beautiful and all these little moments we should rather kind of look out for not missing moments of opportunities instead of sweating the big stuff yeah <laughs> okay Jutta thank you for coming on to this show I feel so delighted to have had that conversation with you is there anything you'd thank like? you You're welcome. thank you overcoming my fear yeah. ah good uh, I was there... overcoming my fear because I didn't I neglected English for so long. So you <laughs> helped me, challenging me. <laughs> Thank well, you. That's a positive outcome. Is there anything you want to leave the, our audience with? Is there something where they can pick you up or an advice you want to give to them at the end of the show? I think I cannot give an advice, but uh, I think the attachments which are now around everywhere we should overthink not overthink them and let go like your guest the swedish lady said and let go of all the attachments to new news or something and not overthink it too much and choose a practice which is is helping us to evolve and expand and not only travel need to travel but even wherever you are you can expand and see the world from an angle you have never seen before. Exactly. Look, in, look for that little voice inside of you. Uh, and then to see where you're yes. driven to, what books you need to pick up to, to find your own way of expanding inside. Yeah. Or, which, or who is your coach? Who is your mentor? Who is your guide? Yeah. You know, so many people need guidance and we are not raised to have some, some guide here in, in Austria or Germany. We, we think we have to do everything on our own. And I think yeah. this is something people should, especially in Germany and the German speaking culture, see that there are people out there, not psychotherapists, you know, mm -hmm. not psychotherapists only. Mm -hmm. There are other people which open up so many possibilities like you do, Alexandra, uh, as a coach and as a, as a guide and, and, and uh, building communities where people feel comfortable, where they feel at home and where they feel at home, expensive and still protected. This is something we should look after, I think. Yeah, exactly. Where we feel safe and still inspired. Yeah, that's what I think. That's a good place to land. If you can expand in yourself without always feeling you have to sacrifice too much you know the little steps steps are important well thank you again and thanks to the audience for um showing up today listening in to Jutta and my conversation on expanding and uh i say goodbye to Jutta. thank you for coming once more goodbye alexandra Cheers. goodbye everybody see you next time